raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And now, Hammer and Nigel go off the rails with Rob Kindle on 93 WIBC. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. Rob Kendall from the Kendall and Casey Show. Indigo off the rails. Rob, how are you? I'm great. Thanks, as always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. All right. Let's start uh, internationally. Joe Biden announcing yesterday sending about, what, like 31 Abrams tanks to Ukraine as military aid. Your initial thoughts when you uh, heard this. Well, I think any intellectually honest person now looks at the continued escalation yeah. of this conflict, which is funded in large part by the United States of America with printed money, and you realize the only logical conclusion of this is human intervention. And when we talk about human intervention, we all know the EU is not going to really lift a finger on this. It'll be, as it always is, United States military personnel. I mean, what is the other logical conclusion to what's going on? It's a slow build, don't you think? Because at first they wanted missiles, and we are like, nah, we're not going to give you missiles. And then they gave them missiles. And now it's tanks, and then it was uh, fighter jets. I mean, if we give them tanks, then they're going to have to train them how to use them. American soldiers are going to have to go over there and train uh, Ukraine soldiers how to use these. It just seems like there's no. Th- it's like a frog in boiling water. Yeah, no, I Does think that, that makes sense. Like, like it's just this is a slow build to something, and doesn't seem to have an end in sight. Nobody's talking about an end to this. Well, what has happened with Ukraine is so insulting to America and American taxpayers. I mean, we are a year into this. We have spent tens of billions of dollars. It's about to get a lot more expensive. And we have no idea where that money's actually gone, what the return on investment is for that money. And the the crazy thing about this, this is how little, I always talk about us versus them, right? It's not Democrat versus Republican. It's us versus them. It's the people against the politicians and the ruling class. And this is how little them care about us that you democrats and republicans alike there's no almost no pushback from people not named tom thomas massey or Rand paul to try to find out where the money's even gone nobody cares the united states is treating ukraine like they're this longtime ally like they're the uk or something here and do the slightest little bit of history it wasn't that long ago that ukraine was Team Saddam Hussein when the U.S. and Iraq were having a little back and forth here. Politicians in this country have a sickening lust for the military-industrial complex. Yeah. And it's they have that sickening lust because the military-industrial complex uh, is who props them up and who ensures that these people keep getting reelected. And so what you have is with printed American money, which is driving inflation, you are escalating this country towards human intervention, which will cost human lives in order to, as it almost always is, from Vietnam to Iraq and all points in between, about making super rich mega corporations even richer. All right, so pass me that tinfoil hat. Oh, here you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Put this tinfoil hat on. I firmly believe that the reason the United States is still funding this is the 
relationship Hunter Biden has with Ukraine. Had this been any other Democrat, not, I'm not even saying Republican, had this been Gavin Newsom or Pete Buttigieg or even Kamala Harris, do you think the United States would still be pumping dollar after dollar to Ukraine? To me, it feels like the only reason we're doing this is because Biden knows that Zelensky's got him by the short hairs. Well, if you stop sending some aid and fighter jets and tanks and all this stuff over here, maybe news about your idiot son gets out, he goes to jail, and you get impeached. Yeah, but the problem is the Republicans now have the ability to stop this, and they're not. And not only are they not stopping it in the House, you have people like President Victoria Sparts, uh, who is cheerleading this that this continued. This war is not ending. It's not going to end anytime soon. And the only way it will end, the only logical conclusion, and I'm not even sure that gets you to a logical conclusion, but the only logical next or eventual step becomes human intervention. So if you want American troops to go fight and die in another ill-begotten war, which no. is always the way it works, no. you just keep cheerleading for never-ending money going to Ukraine because that's where it ends. And Nigel and I talk about this all the time. It doesn't make you a bad person for saying, I don't want my money to go to Ukraine because the American media machine will spin this as, well, you're carrying the water for Vladimir Putin. You're a Putin supporter. No, I've said it before. I hope Putin dies a slow and painful death probably in a genital region. I hope that happens. <laughs> but I also don't want all of our tax dollars going to a country that doesn't really like us. And I'd just like to simply know, what have we gotten for our investment? Exactly. Like in any other business, okay, we spent X for A, B, and C. A, B, and C produced X, Y, and Z. And so was the cost of X, Y, and Z worth what we gave to it? We don't know. And the reason we don't know is because it's not these people, these people being the Congress and Joe Biden, it's not their money. They just print it. They put it on the backs of future generations. They put it on the backs of the American taxpayer right now with rising inflation. And they just, they don't don't care about us at all but we elect these people somebody voted for hi good night everybody so you get the government you deserve going off the rails with rob kendall here on the hammer and nigel show so let's bring it back a little closer to home former midday guy oh yeah mike pence mm -hmm. he had some classified documents found at his casa up in hamilton county and the report came out today that it's kind of what we already knew. It was nothing damning. It was briefings that somebody would give to him before he took a trip overseas. Nothing completely out in left field, but he still went out of his way to self-report and basically throw a lifeline to Joe Biden here. Well, and the bigger issue here is Mike Pence went on national television in November and this is what Mike Pence does. He went on national television in November on ABC and with that with a holier than thou attitude because Mike Pence wants to run for president. And Mike Pence recognizes Donald Trump is one of the two hurdles he would have to get past to become the Republican nominee for president, which if Mike Pence's people were honest with him, which they're not because they're gravy train people, they would tell him, Mike, you have as much chance of being president as Rob Kendall and he's not running. But he went on <laughs> national television in an effort to try to get one up on Trump with that smug look on his face and act like he was somehow better than anybody else and said, oh, no, I've never taken any classified documents. There'd be no reason for, for me to have classified documents. it wasn't documents. a strong no. <laughs> like, wasn't. if you watch that, it sounds like when Nigel's wife asked him, did you have any beers today? Uh, uh, no. No. I never. Like, that's kind of the answer it was if you go back and sure, watch that. Sure, but this is 
is the point, right? It's not that the people have the documents. It's not that he had the documents. It's not the Biden. Had, now, the Biden stuff from the Senate is a much bigger issue because there's zero, zero. We had a, we had a guy on today who has handled classified documents, NSA, um, former re- retired member of the U.S. military, and he talked about senators and how they see these classified documents. I mean, there's zero reason Joe Biden should have had classified documents from when he was a senator. And there's videos that show his drug addict son leaving the garage door open, taking the vet out, going for rides. The garage is open classified documents right there yeah you know last night i noticed i'd left the garage door open for a little bit and i went back out and i peeked out in the garage and i said wow i pulled a hunter biden the garage <laughs> is just open for anyone to waltz right in here but the point is when you act like biden did and like pence did that you're better than someone that someone's committed some egregious par- you know party foul here well then you deserve all the scrutiny because you didn't say the right thing which is you know things can happen and maybe i've got some i don't know about i don't think i do i've tried to be as careful as i could but you know who knows Maybe somebody put a, a document in a wrong folder. Who knows? They didn't here, do that. Here's, here's that Pence audio here. You take any classified documents with you from the White House? Uh, I, I did not. <laughs> uh, Nigel, did you have 10 beers with your buddies? Uh, 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 did not, not, no, no, no. Uh, you take any classified documents with you from the White House? Uh I, I did not. <laughs> it wasn't a strong, hard <laughs> denial. Every dude has given that answer at some point in their life. Hey, you mentioned um, uh, the GOP primary and polling. We've been talking about polls. What do you make of these polls? Like, uh, There was one poll that just came out that said Trump would trounce DeSantis in a GOP primary in the race for president. A uh, poll last week said the complete opposite. If you are a person who at this point is putting any weight on polling, I <laughs> urge you to seek some sort of help uh, as soon as humanly possible because nobody has any idea, right? It depends on who you get, how you ask the question. You're not going to have any idea of how this race is shaping up until probably August or September because if DeSantis is smart, he will not get in until August or September because he's not going to have any trouble raising money and he just needs to keep governing Florida effectively and let Trump continue to just put his foot in his mouth, which we all know he will continue to do. Did you see Ron DeSantis making the rounds at the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and Jacksonville Jags game? Kind of a rock star, isn't he? He was. And he went on the road to support, you know, his Jags from Florida. You know, he's in enemy territory, but people are high-fiving him. They're yelling at him, run for president! How could you not like Ron DeSantis? I mean, the guy faithfully served his country. He is, you know, by all accounts, he was a prosecutor. He's lived an exemplary life. He's lived a life of service. And you can count on the guy. Ron DeSantis is like the one dude. You, you, last week we got into this with Jim Banks. Like, do you like anyone? Yes, I like Ron DeSantis because Ron DeSantis actually does what he says he's going to do and he doesn't worry about whose ring finger he's got to kiss or how it's going to play politically. He actually stands up for the people. Can you stick around for a second segment? Absolutely. All right, it's uh, Off the Rails with Rob Kendall. We'll be right back. Hammer and Nigel Show, 93 WIBC. Hello, we're back. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show, uh, Off the Rails Part 2 with Rob Kendall from the Kendall and Casey Show. What were you guys talking about today uh, about TV shows? So the Sesame Street guy, one of the co-creators of Sesame Street, passed away. He was, I think, 93. And we started talking about what, you know, what is the most in, you know, kind of influential or important show uh, yeah, that, it, that there has ever been. And, you know, so we kind of came up with three really criterias that you would judge it by. Uh, long 
longevity, uh, societal impact, and then total viewers. And so we kind of got on various famous shows and how you would, based on the, those criteria, where they would where they would land. And I heard a lot of people say like, well, Seinfeld, Seinfeld, you know, reinvigorated the sitcom. It changed the game, but it wasn't on very long. Right. So there's no longevity right. with Seinfeld. As a matter of fact, they signed off early, which was kind of one of the redeeming parts of the show right right yeah, they it, went out on top it never got sale leaving on a high note and so if you're thinking longevity you've got to think like okay obviously sesame street you've got to think you know even the but a lot of these soap operas i mean either the young and the restless general hospital the price is right jeopardy wheel of fortune all of these i think when you factor longevity into your equation have got to be at the top well, of the list the simpsons they're the longest running yeah, but here's the thing, Nigel. I know Hammer will agree with me on this. After about the first eight years, it's basically just complete crap. So do we give credit for 20-plus years of total I mean, it's totally still awful? on the air, though. Like, I would argue that also after the first couple seasons of Sesame Street, there's only so many times you can hear the letter C before well, it becomes Well, I know, but here's the thing. I, you know, whenever I get fired here, I'm going back to community radio. I'll still be on the air. I mean, does it count? What about 60 Minutes? Yeah, that's a good that's a good point because it technically is. It's ep- a weekly show. It's not a weekday, but yeah. you know, yeah, I think that falls in the category. I think if you take the longevity, and I think your top of the, the upper echelon have got to certainly be Sesame Street, but also like Jeopardy has got to be in there. I think Wheel of Fortune. You know, you think about the still a very popular show, and then one of these soap operas. If we're ca- like looking for a Mount Rushmore, you look at these game shows like for oh, so yeah. long. It was the same host. Yeah. Now, I know Price is Right now has Drew Carey, but Bob Barker yeah. was you know, on that thing forever. And look at Pat and Vanna over at Wheel of Fortune. They're still holding it down. Now, where are we at on South Park? Because South Park does so few episodes now, and I get that it's been on for 25 years and it's still kind of a juggernaut, but they just do so few episodes anymore. And it's always been on cable. Yeah. And we think everybody has cable and streaming but that's not the case. I mean, you look at the football games that are just on cable networks compared to the regular networks, it's not even close in terms of the viewership. So I still think there's a lot of people who might not have ever seen a South Park episode. Yeah, I, I've not seen it. It's been so long and not intentionally. I just don't have the stuff anymore. Like the PC principle was the episodes the last time I, I saw it. So. What, about, uh, what about The View? Is The View um, uh, <laughs> up there? Uh, how long has The View been on TV? Oh, just, good uh, just Lord. Asking. You know, any show in which they say Dr. Jill Biden would make a great Surgeon General really has, <laughs> really has captured the heart of a nation. Imagine someone saying that and not being the dumb one on the yeah, show. Yeah, no, no, the, that yes, absolutely, a hundred percent. No, so I thought it'll be interesting to see what calls we open that up to the voicemail tomorrow. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of calls we get on that. What's coming up on the big show tomorrow? Well, there's a new article out about how Hoosiers are not feeling it for Mike Pence running for president. And, well, they asked me to be in the article. And you know how I hate to say anything negative about Mike Pence. But I said, well, okay, I'll offer a few tidbits here or there. So we're going to talk about that. And thanks again to uh, Garage Doors of Indianapolis, our very fabulous sponsor. Rob Kendall, he's off the rails. Thanks, Rob. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.